Thank you for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please consider leaving a rating and review. And better yet, subscribe and share with a friend. You can also take the HR Like a Boss survey at willary.com forward slash HRLAB. My name is John Bernadovich, and I've embarked on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals. These conversations create the foundation for my book on what it takes to do HR Like a Boss. On today's episode, I am delighted to be joined by Claire Petrie. Claire is the Director of Technology Talent Management at Lighthouse Technology Services. She has her MBA from Niagara University and a bachelor's from UB. She lives and resides in Buffalo, New York. She also owns her own business, which we'll get to here in a minute, and is a fellow disruptor as she chairs the local Buffalo chapter for Disrupt HR. And that's how I got to meet her through my connection in the Columbus Disrupt HR community. Claire, welcome to the show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. This is great. That was a mouthful. I screwed a little bit of it up, which I think is okay because there's a lot of technology and talent and you're just super awesome. And uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about what you have going on. I know you've had some recent changes and make sure you tell us a little bit about the business that you're running too. I'm super curious as an entrepreneur to hear about that. Sure. Yeah. Thank you again so much for the opportunity. So yeah, I'm currently um, networking with and sourcing IT talent for our clients at Lighthouse Technology Services. So just um, started that role recently and new to the tech space. So just really excited to dive right in and start meeting people in the industry. Um, working with my clients at Clear Petrie HR and Training LLC. So I um, work with job seekers and other small business owners such as myself that are looking to better connect, post, and engage intentionally on LinkedIn to grow. And I also am working on hosting and speaking some upcoming events for SHRM and working on Empower Camp, the nonprofit board that, that I'm on. So those are a few things I'm, guess, currently have in the works. No wonder I screwed up your intro. There, there is a lot there. Holy cow. That's fantastic. How do you, how do you have time for anything else other than that? Yeah, I get that question a lot. Um, I'm a big planner. I always have books and stickers and things nearby. So um, just try to do the best to keep myself organized, but it's all so much fun. So, you know, you make time for it. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. For sure. Fantastic. Well, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is your unique expertise in town acquisition. Uh, one of the key components of the book that I'm writing is it really centers in on the importance of HR, getting that aspect of what they do really right. The people within an organization, how you brand your, your, your company, how you, how you attract them into the company, how you make a, a talent management plan and develop them is just paramountly important. And in, in my mind, uh, critical for, for talent acquisition pros and those in HR to get right, right? Because without it, we know, what the, we know what the opposite end of that is, right? We have a bunch of layoffs or changes or mm-hmm. unique policy, you know, looking in the policy manual book about how do we deal with this circumstance. So I wanted to really dive into that subject matter today. So I really appreciate you being on, Claire. Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. So I start off first with a very high level kind of purpose-based question. So how would you describe the purpose of human resources? So this is, I guess, my personal purpose as an HR practitioner, but I feel that my purpose is to provide others with opportunities. That's kind of how I see myself. So whether it be a new position uh, with our company or a new position within the company, you know, promotional or stretch opportunity, 
um, a learning or networking opportunity and so on. So I just think it's my um, purpose to be a community curator, again, whether that's just within my organization or um, work outside kind of in the Buffalo community as well. Um, but providing opportunities and bringing people together, I think is my main purpose. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So how do you, how do you think, how, how do you do that effectively? And, and what, what are some of the challenges you might run into being able to see that, that purpose of, you know, again, providing opportunities for others within your organization? Yeah, in terms of challenges, I guess that came to mind first. Um, the first thing I think of is um, some of those difficult hiring managers or business leaders that you might interact with that don't um, see working with people in the same way that you do, um, either referring to people as numbers or thinking of them for an opportunity just based on prior experience, not considering those transferable skills or aptitudes. So some days it's tiring, but we have to wear those consultative hats for sure, ask questions, um, you know, build trust with our leaders so we can make that progress. So um, in my second part to that, when you said kind of how do you do that effectively, and I've learned a lot more about this over 2020, just making myself more aware of my own biases that can get in the way of achieving that higher purpose. So just continually being self-aware and challenging myself um, and continually improving and learning new things. So I you know, can't ask that of my colleagues or my business leaders if I'm not first doing that myself. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta walk, walk the walk, talk the talk, right? It's certainly one of those things I think yeah. is uh, paramountly important. And you said something that resonates with me because I had another, um, another guest on the show not too long ago and he was talking about a consultative approach mm. in town acquisition and asking a lot of questions. So I just, I, I wonder how, how did you come about that mindset and being consultative and figuring out what questions to ask to those hiring managers, maybe even the pesky one that you know is thinking about the position as a replacement of a number or something they have to do just because. Yeah, that's a good question. So the first thing that comes to my mind is just like having a learning and professional development mindset. So my top strength on the Clifton Strengths is learner. So I guess I'm just blessed to naturally be really inquisitive and always need to get more information. Um, so yeah, and I guess just enrolling in different um, professional development courses or things with my local chapter and just networking with the HR community in general, um, I've learned a lot about how to be more, you know, effective in your kickoff meetings, um, you know, setting expectations before you get started and things like that. Um, obviously, we all start somewhere. I've definitely been in a position where I've started as that order taking recruiter because I didn't know any better. Um, and then you learn kind of as each interaction goes on um, what you want to politely push back on or get more information on first or what you want to add kind of your two cents on because now you have prior experience to go on. So um, I guess you just keep learning and uh, kind of changing as you go. Yeah, and I know a foundation of who you are and, and in your business and the work you're doing is, is about connecting people. I know we talked about that in the beginning with these opportunities and you're doing a lot of work with LinkedIn. Do, do you have a sense as to why some people in HR in particular are hesitant to doing that? Why they're very comfortable staying within their lane, within their office and not get, putting themselves out there? Are there, are there any stories or, or situations that you can, you can explain with you know, customers or people in your network that have really come out of their shell and what, what it was as a result of, of counsel or advice that you gave them? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, so most of the, um, I guess, 
pushback, I guess, when I reach out to my local HR network and invite them to comment on a post or join in on something with LinkedIn is just that I didn't know, you know, there was really an active community of HR people who use social media. So I think, um, I don't know if they just think it's not, you know, a tool, maybe only sales and marketing people like you have communities online or what, but um, so usually just letting them know about the different hashtags, you know, we have like HR community and HR social hour um, and just different ways to join in. And again, just still hearing that, you know, showing up online is only something I typically do when I'm looking for a job or when I'm recruiting candidates, they don't think of it as, um, you know, continual kind of networking process and getting to know people and showcasing who they are um, as a person for those future um, opportunities. It's more, a transactional mindset of showing up online, I guess. So, um, and in terms of success stories, my favorite thing to do in my business is when someone knows they want to get from A to B and they just need a plan to get there. And it's typically showcasing those transferable skills, um, networking with the right kind of people, posting the right kind of content. So you're um, positioning yourself for that next opportunity, even if you don't have the direct experience. So again, just that connect, post, engage intentionally framework. But um, yeah, it's been really fun to see the light bulb moments when people are like, wow, social media can do so much for me and my career and allow me to build my network and help more people as well. Yeah, I love it. Connect, post, audience. There's there's a theme back there. Claire keeps saying it. That's important for you, and it makes your life easier. I know, having networked within my local and regional Sherm chapter is one of the main things that I got out of that. Is just meeting great people and a chance to lean on them when I need need something. Right, even if it's a shoulder to cry on or a story to, to tell, or I need to network about a particular position that I haven't had a ton of experience with. It's great to have those people in your camp that are willing to help you out. And I know I know uh, you do an awesome job of that and can teach others the same trick. So super fantastic. I'm wondering if as as you like have all these things going on and you, you're, you're, you're transitioning into a newer role and, and you're taking on that responsibility as I try to make things as simple as possible. So there's so many things we can do. So I'm just curious as if you could pick one thing to give advice to the HR professional that would make the biggest impact to their employees and their organization, what would you suggest that to be? Uh, this probably sounds cliche, but I guess getting to know your colleagues is the first part. So um, since I just joined a new company and I wasn't able to um, you know, bring on board a lot of the people that work there and someone prior did that, um, just understanding why they came to the organization um, what their goals and interests are, if they have a development plan currently, why or why not. Um, so again, just asking questions, getting to know people. Um, again, in HR, we always have to ride that fine line of how much personal information you want to know or are going to ask, but just putting in that extra effort, not just coming in just with the, the mindset of jumping right into improving like systems or processes, but uh, chatting you know, with people first and getting to know them before making any changes, I guess. Yeah, it is interesting how much of employee relations is taken out of human resources because there's so much sometimes tactical or compliance-based things we have to do. So relationship building is paramountly important. If you look at Stephen Covey's uh, most important, most impactful relationship building is at the very top of that. So mm. I encourage you to do that and, and others that are listening because it just that's what makes the world go round to me as well. Like we're all going to work. So why don't we work with people we know and understand and and appreciate them for being more than just a director of IT. They are a father or a mother and they have you know, their, their child and they have 
they have children and they're interested in golf or tennis or yeah. you know, ball or whatever the hell it is, right? So getting to know them and understanding them as people is paramountly uh, a great thing to, to do as an HR professional. Yeah, so, absolutely. So Claire, taking you back a little bit of time, maybe not so far for you, but uh, if you could go back to your younger self and give yourself some advice and you know, knowing what you know now, what would that be? Yeah, and I definitely still identify as a young professional. So I love how you mentioned that. Um, definitely wouldn't be to this point in my career without the network that I've built and things that I've learned, um, like we've already touched on. So advice I would give myself, um, knowing what I know now, is definitely stay open-minded with my HR career. I always thought it was going to be super linear. And when I graduated college, like I'm going to be a CHRO one day in a big corporation. And like, here we go, we're on the journey. And um, just learned a lot over the past couple of years about my strengths and my values and the type of organization I want to work for so I can be passionate about my work. Um, and at first that just felt a little weird uh, to veer from that path. But um, yeah, just stay open-minded and, and true to your strengths. Hmm. Open-mindedness is awesome. Adaptability, I think, gosh, we certainly have learned a ton about that in the last 15 Ooh. months, right? Jeez Louise. Yeah. Crazy for sure. But um, well, you know what, Claire, you're awesome. And uh, I'd love to keep talking to you all day long, but uh, we have a limit to the show and I want to make sure everybody stays engaged. And so uh, I'm going to get you out of here on this last question, which obviously the book that's coming uh, sometime later this year or into 2022 uh, depending upon when we get it all done and published and all that good fun stuff. It's called HR Like a Boss. So if you had a chance to describe someone that does HR Like a Boss, how would you do that? Yeah, and I know a lot of obviously awesome HR pros that kind of came to mind when I think of that HR Like a Boss. So um, I guess all the random things that come to mind, someone who's approachable and understanding, I think for starters, um, someone who's a good partner, in both good and bad situations, I guess that you're kind of okay turning to no matter what's going on and know they're going to be there for you. Um, and someone who's just willing to work through, I guess, those situations and give guidance. Um, that's the most important for me too, being an employee, kind of working with my awesome HR bosses. Um, those have been the best folks. I know they're going to be there for me either way. They're going to help me kind of work through it and give that guidance. So I think that's what makes an awesome HR like a boss. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, I was recently watching the Shark Tank, which I'm semi-obsessed with as an entrepreneur. And I know it's a very popular yeah. show. And all the sharks gave this one gentleman this, this kind of pat on the back because he was the best at what he did as a supply chain. He, he grew up in this company and became the top supply chain professional or however it was described. And they, they, all the sharks were like, the number one piece of advice I could give those that wanna be entrepreneurs is to be the best at whatever you're doing right now, if it's in a corporate job, so that mm -hmm. you can then, if you wanna become an entrepreneur, then you learn how to be the best. You learn how to elevate and, and learn a whole not, another set of skills and responsibilities. And then, then you're setting yourself up for success as a potential entrepreneur. I thought that was cool. So um, that's what I'm trying to do, get people to be as great as they possibly can be at HR so that they can see tremendous opportunities that what you shared at the beginning, as far as your purpose, your, your opportunity uh, provider um, and connecting people. I loved your consultative approach to talent acquisition and asking a lot of great questions. I think that's paramount uh, for people to be able to do uh, especially in, in, in talent acquisition and development, having self-awareness and uh, 
You reminded me of a book that I'm reading called Permission to Feel by, by Mark Brackett. I'm hoping to have Mark on the show. He said he would be on it. Um, I don't know if awesome. he will, but he's uh, he talks about emotion, emotion scientist. I thought that was pretty cool how we looked at it. It's a, a combination of EQ and a discoverer of your emotions and being self-aware and navigating through all that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, but love yeah, that. You, you also talked about being inquisitive, which lines up to your questions. I know uh, in, in our our exchanges that we have, you're always so curious about what's going on with me and, and my life and my business. So I appreciate that with you. It's a very natural uh, characteristic for you. Uh, your ability to understand the power of the HR social network and using it to your advantage when you need it and uh, also giving back to it as, as and when you need um, and connect, post and engage. I'll say that again, connect, post and engage. Uh, Claire says that for a reason. And then last but not least, your ability to build relationships and, and, and be approachable and understanding and provide guidance uh, as you are a boss, um, an HR like a boss, um, Claire, for sure. And I'm sure you learned from you. some really great people. So I really enjoyed having you on. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun. I'm so excited for your book. Thank you. Well, we'll continue to keep you posted. And thank you everyone for checking out today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share with a friend. And until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.